welcome to episode whatever of the Sleepy Cast. I'm your host, Tristan. I'm Wait, really comfy. I got the Are we actually uh, are we actually recording right now? Yeah. Are yeah, we... of course. Anyways, take it away, Dan. Do your thing. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome to the Sleepy Cast. I'm I'm your host Dan and I'm joined here by Tristan. And Vera. I'm back. It's great. I'm running on fumes. <laughs> Fortunately, journalism teaches you this. <laughs> it's almost like it's one forty-five in the morning, Holy and we just crap. did another podcast prior to this. <laughs> we did. After, after having a whole tirade, mostly drunken on my account, I will admit that, because no one else had anything about Vidme's death. Yeah, R.I.P. Vidme. Just Single like R.I.P. Spoiler alert. The plane of Asgard after Thor Ragnarok. See, see, you were doing the excellent music they had in there, which is that constant music. You mean the excellent single song they had in there? Hey, hey, it's the immigrant song. You can put the immigrant song in everything. They got the immigrant song, Dan. I heard it in the trailer. Yeah. Um, but no, like throughout the entire movie. My problem is I that just that want... was like the only song in the movie. Okay, Tristan, I want Twilight of the Thunder God to play in the Thor movie, but it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> right? I believe. And you know what? It doesn't even have to be the uh, the version from, uh, darn it, fucking damn it, damn it. Why? Why are you shredding your metal credibility? Damn it, what's... Uh, well, we're talking about Thor Ragnarok today, and this is right. episode number 56 of the spoiler cast. Yeah. Um, Gosh, getting up on number six, big O six O. Big O six O. Big O six O. Big O six O. We'll have to bring that one back in four episodes. Oh, yeah, I know. Um, um, a countdown to Big O six O. Uh, the spoiler but, but, cast is your look at. Excuse me, sir. A Monomarth! A Monomarth! Oh. Doesn't have to be the Monomarth version. Monomarth. Oh, I was so. going to say Halls of Valhalla by Judas Priest. This is also true. Anyways. Back to explain what the spoiler cast is before no. I interrupted you about death metal. Why don't you tell Arval us about the spoiler cast? No, no, Guardian. I can't do that. Yeah, yes, you can. Arvalhalla no, by Blind Guardian. No, 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 no. Dan, Dan All right. do well, the thing. Well, we chat about either a game, typically a game movie show uh, we've been experiencing the recent time, and we spoil it for you and we talk about our thoughts of the whole thing. If you've watched the movie in this case, um, listen in. If you didn't, this is your final spoiler warning. Yep. I didn't see Thor Ragnarok, but I'm also okay to be spoiled because I haven't seen any of the Thors. Um, of any of the Marvel Cinematic Universe characters, the one that I'm least interested in watching a movie of for whatever reason is Thor. I'm not sure why that is. There's not like some weird resentment to... The character... What's or... his face? Chris, Chris, Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. He has like a brother, right? Liam, Liam Hemsworth. Hemsworth yeah. And then another one. They're like the world's most perfectly developed family. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um... So, like, no homo, but perfect specimen. Yeah. <laughs> to they, quote, well, wait, was it, wasn't that the, like, Apple Store scene in Winter Soldier that's from? I'm not sure where, what. Like, the, where, like, the guy at the Apple Store is, like, like, talking to Captain America. is like, dude, like, no homo, but you are, like, a perfect specimen. I would kill to have your body. Yeah. Well. That was a weird scene. I forgot that scene. Tristan, I keep looking over there and thinking there's like a dark overlord sitting what? standing at the Hold corner on. of the room, so, but it's just your hat on top yeah, of a bunch of awesome. custom yeah, it's my bloodborne hat. I mean, anyway. On the flip side of all of this, custom made leather bloodborne hat, which I'm going to put on yeah. now. 
To put it also in context, yeah. I actually don't know Chris Hemsworth's personal life, but I know that Liam Hemsworth was with uh, Molly Cyrus for a while, and then they broke up basically after his brothers and his dad were like, listen, this one is good for you. Do you know who his like, rebound in-between person was before he ended up getting back with Miley Cyrus, and I think he's actually like married to her now do you know his like in between person was i probably don't want to know oh no no his in between person is amazing I, that's why i don't why he went back to my right that's, that's what i mean that's why i don't want to know okay okay the person was in between is was um uh this is what happens when i cast late at night and i forget the names of beautiful women i normally can do it with like uh betty draper from mad men oh wow oh, yeah wow. january jones january jones yeah even her name is sexy yeah. so, <laughs> not, to be- <laughs> so. not to mention that like even her name is pornographic okay exactly and i don't understand why <laughs> why you would return to i mean obviously she's a must be a great conversationalist because yeah january jones ladies and gentlemen <laughs> so apparently if you want to send to chris hemsworth apparently chris hemsworth is a father Great. Um, happily married. Um, he keeps his daughter on set whenever possible so Aww. that he can be And what the best part is that apparently the Thor dialect, like the Thor like dialect choices, like that old English style yes. stuff from the first movie. Uh, apparently he has to keep in that in order to like keep it going. Yeah. So in between takes, he speaks to his daughter. His, his infant daughter as Thor. That's awesome. In the dialect. What That's is wrong, child? Do you require changing? <laughs> <laughs> what oh. an adorable man. So uh, I'm going to pretty much shut up now because I didn't watch this movie. I'll chime in every now and then with my horrible shithead I mean that's what I do with a lot of the things we discuss here anyway so you're allowed to shithead comment all over this as (laughs) much as you want Dan I I loved you and missed you and my life was a dark hole when you weren't around so (laughs) so well so Thor Ragnarok takes place after he's been dumped by Natalie Portman yeah yeah it was great (laughs) (laughs) no 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 it was a mutual dump they bring that up the mutual dumpage of Natalie Portman yep yep Yep. Um, so basically the plot is um, the movie starts with Thor taking out a big bad who's supposed to be the catalyst for Ragnarok and taking his skull crown ca- crown thing back to Asgard finds out that oh wait Odin isn't there and Loki's been impersonating Odin for the last few years <laughs> which he reveals to everybody the start of this movie is super fast-paced. It is. I appreciated it. Um, I appreciated it except for how they handle Odin. Yeah, but then you get to Kate Blanchett and all is forgiven. Yeah, all forgiven. Right. Um, basically, basically, Odin sh- only shows up uh, either as a disguise worn by Loki, or turns out Loki sent him to Earth. Basically, to live in a retirement home. Uh, basically, Odin just shows up to die of old age and, and kickstart yeah. Ragnarok. Because when he, well, then not just like kickstarting Ragnarok, but to let loose Kate Blanchett, who is his daughter, who you find out that like Odin wasn't always this good dude. Which actually, one of the coolest things is that there's this big mural, mural. Sistine Chapel on top 
type situation in the Asgard Palace, showing all like the nice things that uh, the garden that, that parties, were, yes, and and like the, the drinking and the uh, and and uh, and the diplomacy, and also you're seeing prominently Thor and Loki because mm-hmm. before Loki became a villain, he was like Thor is Thor's brother and Odin's son, and he always had great fondness for him, and then. Kate Blanchett was like, these are freaking, this is lies in revisionist history. And like a giant Howard Zinn textbook, she like shoots at that ceiling. And then it turns into what she did with Odin to build the Asgardian empire, like <laughs> subjugating the, the people in the kingdoms, um, like bringing in slaves to build stuff. Like, where did you, th- it, she literally says, where the do line, you think Asgard came no, from? Where did, where do you think we got all the gold from? Yeah. It was yeah. like, it's, which is, a real, which is a cool and bold thing, and Kate Blanchett chewing all the scenery makes yeah. that excellent. Oh yeah, and uh, it's funny you bring up Howard Zinn because I believe I have a People's History of the United States right over there in the bookshelf. Because of course you do. Because of course we went they to do. The same college. Well, no, not even Hampshire. I read that shit back in high school. Well, of course I read it in high school, but that's why we went to Hampshire. Anyways, anyway, we'll be taking hippie college forever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know. So that you know, in the course of before she even gets to Asgard, she was she was the number one kid. Yeah. Back when shit was rough. Yeah, and she yeah, and then she ends up getting. Uh, but before she reaches Asgard, she and uh, she fights Thor and Loki, and on the Rainbow Bridge up to Asgard, where she does the whole thing with the ceiling and stuff. Both, oh, both. Uh, Thor, Thor and, and Loki Odin. get thrown through this uh th- through the rainbow bridge. So they're not around for most of the movie as she goes about wrecking right. Asgard and killing the Warriors 3. Oh yeah. They die. It's sad. They die super Sif hard. is not around though, which is good because she and Tom Hiddleston need to make babies on screen. Like he needs to impregnate her on screen with her consent, by the way. By the way, of course, of course. Okay, you're but taking yes. to a weird place, man. No, no, but I like I say these things, and I'm like, oh gosh, we're living a terrible time. So I should, so I should make clear that like in my fantasy, everything is above board. Man, have, you guys, have you guys like gone back and watched anything that was released like beyond ten years ago? It's upsetting, like just how like gross and horribly like misogynistic. Uh, uh, have, have you gone intolerant, back? Intolerant things can be. Oh, uh, oh, have you gone back and watched like a, the first run of Bond movies? Oh. oh no! Those are uncomfortable. Oh no! Those are really uncomfortable. Oh, like I no. love Sean Connery, but those movies are super uncomfortable. I should today. watch Goldfinger again. Oh no! Tristan, for whatever reason, speaking of uncomfortable, can you take off your hat? <laughs> Tristan no. has a Bloodboard hat on. No, right the hat now. stays on. And this hat was. Hat, and he has a green top. And ladies, um, I direct you to his OKC profile, but he hasn't set it up recently. <laughs> this is. This I just should, took this a is, picture this is, today. This is the profile I picture. Actually, by the way. should be the picture. The Christmas tree sweat. The Christmas tree uh, pajama pants. These are my only pajama pants. I, I mean, haven't bought yeah. a new pair yet. They aren't in stores. Yeah. But no, so then he winds up on this weird, scrappy world, which is ruled by Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Who Gold- is Jeff Goldblum playing Jeff Goldblum? Oh, let's no. be honest. Yeah, it's great, and uh, and yeah, and then also the yeah, and then he finds this Valkyrie lady, and he gets put into a gladiatorial arena, and surprise, surprise, the Hulk's been here for the last two years, 
hulking it up. And he's a friend from work, and they fight, and it's great. <laughs> and then they come, yeah. Yes! I know him! It's a friend, he's a friend from, from work! work. It's, it's glorious. <laughs> Everyone is just like, I'm sorry, what? Also, there's some alien gladiators who've just been, like, steadily killed by the Hulk. One of them is... This is my friend. He's dead. <laughs> he's been dead this whole time. I've just been carrying around because I think I actually stepped on him. Well, oh, wait, no, he's not dead. Oh, great, everything's okay. The person Triss is imitating is a, is a digital rock creature who is voiced by... Uh, the director of the movie, who is actually the guy who directed uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Yep. Which is an excellent... Oh my god, What We Do in the Shadows. Do you know What We Do in the Shadows? I've heard of it, yeah. Yeah, great, weird New Zealand vampire movie, (laughs) except it's about vampires who live in a flat in New Zealand and just, like, have flat drama. It's a vampire mockumentary. Yeah, Uh, but no, in his direction is excellent, and and yeah, and then in the course of the movie, they go back up to uh, fight, fight Hela, and... Even though, um... Hello, even though, who, whose special power appears to just be creating knives. Creating knives and being really... Out of anything. Basically invulnerable. And she fights with Thor. She knocks out his eye. It's all bad news bears. Uh, which, and, which is kind of cool because it brings him back to being like Odin. Like a new Odin at the end. Oh, totally, totally. Minus the eye. Uh, Hulk versus Fenrir. Was Fenrir's... Yes, I great. was... Hulk versus Fenris, I was like, yes! This is the monster mash that has to happen. Like, this is the monster mash of every fanboy's dreams. I mean, the other thing that was really cool about it was is that, so, Loki in the Marvel Cinematic Universe is the best character. And throughout all of this, like, you know, he's first exposed as, you know, like, uh, as having usurped yeah. Odin, and then they fight Cate Blanchett, and then he's, like, sort of working with Jeff Goldblum, sort of helping out Thor, sort of betraying him, and then at the end, like, he leaves Loki on the ship as he goes off to go and fight and uh, fight in Asgard and or, or goes off to uh, to try to save Asgard. Oh, he has a great line. Um, and then... It's a, it's a fantastic line. Which go. line are you saying? You were, Loki, you were always the god of mischief, but you could have been so much more. And that then allows for the gladiators, after their revolution against Jeff Goldblum, are trying to get out of there, and their Loki is like regains function of his body in the spaceport right where they get there, and then you want to come along, yeah, <laughs> and then Loki convinces them to take their ship to Asgard, which allows the Asgardians to actually evacuate onto the ship. Loki suddenly, finally, everyone's favorite character gets to be a hero. He yep. gets to s- literally save the day, save the, his brother, save the people. The hero he was making himself out to be at the start of the movie because he has plays about him going on. Yes, it's delightful. It's fantastic. Oh, and one of the things he does is he, like, because Hela draws her power from Asgard. And they realize that even if they leave, she'll get it and that she'll still come after them. And that's when he gets the glorious... Uh, that's when... Thor gets the glorious idea of telling Loki to start Ragnarok. Yep. So this big demon creature who's supposed to destroy Asgard comes back and destroys Asgard. So Hela is destroyed and her power is destroyed. Because as Odin was saying, Asgard is a people, not a place. Yep. And they do that. And it's it's really smart. It's good. And we're going to get back to why you should see the Thor movies in general. Okay. But it's, like, one of the better, like, just, like, smarter ways, oh, smarter 
more fun uh, Thor like Marvel movies, and everything seems to be good. And then uh, then the after credit scenes, and they've decided they're gonna go to Earth. The after credit scene, he and Loki are chill. He has a little eye patch. It's good. And then there is a ship that comes a up there. Giant it, ship. It looks like uh, Ultron well, found, not Ultron, um, uh, freaking Thanos found them. Yep. The big bad that we've been hinting at, and yep. looks like things are not gonna be good. So. This podcast is being recorded after the Infinity War trailer has. Dropped. Oh my gosh, it's going to be bad for the. Has either of you seen the Infinity War trailer? I've seen it. Okay, I haven't seen it yet. So, years ago, not years ago, but a while ago, I predicted that Guardians of the Galaxy would meet up with Thor, and Thor would be how the Guardians got pulled into the rest of the Marvel universe. And my prediction was validated in the Infinity War trailer. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I'll be here all week. Tip your waitresses. I mean, the, the, um, this, the stinger is them coming in and seeing and Thor looking at them and said, like, Who the, the hell are you guys? And then you just see of the course Guardians. Of, which, of course, of which the response is, we're the Guardians of the Galaxy. Bitch. Which they don't say, but you fill it in in your head. Oh, yeah, you fill it in your head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> also, Mantis is still with them. Yes. Yeah. Of course. He's actually a recurring character in the comics, I believe. I know this. Uh, but yeah, no. Um, so no, it's. Uh, How are they paying for all these actors in this fucking Infinity War? That's uh, what I it's know. Disney. Oh. They it's have more money a, than God. It's gonna make billion. It's gonna make a billion dollars. Yeah, oh, yeah. Plus God, all yeah. the merchandising and the toys and yeah, video games, all of this. It's gonna be crazy. Uh, but yeah, I mean, before. I'm going to rant, and then Tris is going to rant. Yep. My rant is is that, like, the Thor movies are actually... They're my favorite of the Marvel movies simply because they... Well, first, Kenneth Branagh of, like, Hamlet fame directed the first one. Okay. <laughs> and that pretty much set the tone for all of them. And it has, like, a lot of comedy, a lot of heart, some very good acting performances. I mean, the Loki is the main villain for Avengers for a reason. And also some pretty nifty choices. Two is mostly just a character. Thor: The Dark World is mostly just a character piece. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have as many those those nifty cool things that the like little plot twists that both one and Ragnarok do. But it's kind okay. of like a bit of a hallmark of it that it's it's basically was Guardians before Guardians, and it's it's Got fun. It. It's irreverent. It doesn't take itself too seriously. Oh, even the second one. The second one is just like has a messy villain situation. Yeah. But like you can skip the second one, but you probably won't want to after you see the first. So like the well, first is fun, irreverent, and it, okay. it also has like pathos to it. It's like yeah. it's a lot more fun than like the Captain America or the Iron Man movies mm. or, the or anything one's, else that's the one's or also the Avengers movies for that matter. Dark World is also important because it does introduce another Infinity Stone. Which what was that? It's it's the red stuff. It's Dark World is all about an Infinity Stone. Um, like the entire movie is, yes, it's Christopher Eccleston as the Dark Elf King, but it's all about an Infinity Stone. Mm. It's the Space Stone. Right. No, I'd I'd forgotten about that. I'd forgotten about that particular detail. I mean. I basically the most the thing I remember about Thor: The Dark World is all like the character interactions and stuff, right? And especially the stuff between Loki and Thor. Um, the stuff, the MacGuffin-y shit with, uh, the, MacGuffin with the elves is, and the elf is pretty much the worst MacGuffin it's, shit. Yeah, it's not it's very made good. up for the fact that the character shit is always like on point and good. Um, 
in those movies. Uh, but yeah, I liked Ragnarok. Um, I, I was also glad to see more of Doctor Strange. Yeah, no, the he was Ragnarok. continues to be excellent. I have been falling for hours. <laughs> yes, now uh, Benedict Cumberbatch comes yeah. in and steals scenes and then leaves. And it's just like, wow, yeah. great. This yeah. is. I'm glad that you seem to be a very prominent role in the in, in, yeah, in yeah. Avengers Infinity War. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Doctor Strange basically shows up and is like, why is Loki here? I'm going to set him falling forever. Hey, Thor, why is Loki here? <laughs> it's like, you and your brother will leave once you find your dad, right? Right? <laughs> Please get off of my planet? Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, the Thor movies are kind of like more serious Guardians movies. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of the way I think of it. Because I hadn't seen it in... When I saw the Thor Ragnarok trailer, I thought they had gone off the deep end with this, with 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 as far as like the zaniness of the. Like, so the Ragnarok is definitely more zany than the rest of them. But it's I would say less. I would say although they took some guidance from like how far they could push it from Guardians and took it, still doesn't reach Guardians level. Okay. It still remains in Thor. Right. It's more actually that they did. It, it, Thor Ragnarok is the Thoriest of the Thor movies. <laughs> got it like yeah it's um but when are we gonna get lady thor um, <laughs> i mean probably after other probably at, well dies well no we probably won't because in the lady thor comic storyline odin is still alive which makes things really awkward i mean oh well chris hemsworth now has one eye he could basically become the odin the, the new odin yeah give give the thor powers to uh we can to see another they, avenger we can see female loki yeah we actually haven't seen loki come into his own yet yeah that could be interesting that could be really interesting oh ooh, i want to see a loki movie i, I really mean, want to see a loki movie the now people demand it the people demand it the people demand it the people demand it tom hilson <laughs> the people are demanding it right now like, like, just, just like a Guardian style movie of just Loki like doing his before, own like Taylor thing. Swift before you, yeah, no, she was demanding to have Hiddleston, and then for about a week, right? Yeah, well, I, but then he, I think he dumped her right after she uh. lied about uh, the Kanye shit. Oh, <laughs> which then she's like talking about. Oh, and then she's that she she made a whole pop song about that on her new album. Oh, Lord. oh of course uh, she does. That's would, her whole thing. Yeah. No, I was with a I was with a repu- guy. Reputation is basically all about the Kanye controversy, um, mm. with him like you know with like with her getting like dragged on social media and stuff. Huh. Um, but yeah, no, it's a oh T Swift. So oh, at work, Rhode so, Island well, resident T Swift. Well, no, so here's the thing. She so the house here. Yeah. so last Weatherly. year, Westerly, Weatherly, Westerly. Ah. So last year at work, we killed George Michael. It was on us. So last year, Christmas Eve, we played at work Last Christmas by George Michael nonstop that day. Like we literally found like a two hour loop on YouTube and kept it going all day in the back. And then after the customers left, we kept it going all day in the front. It started as a way to keep people out of the back, and it just sort of became a thing that day. And then the next day, George Michael died. We killed him. What does that have to do with anything? Because... No, no. Because 
Taylor Swift has a cover of Last Christmas. And it was playing in our store as part of our in-store mix. Up until about two days ago. Oh. When it was removed from the in-store music list, which we have no control over, and was replaced by the George Michael version. Huh. Because they found out. Yes. Yeah. And they're like, no, we can't have this happen again. Because Taylor Swift is like a featured artist. Yeah. Ouch. We don't... To be, We didn't know the power we had. We're sorry. We didn't know. We didn't know the repercussions. Hey, listen. Don't you discuss anything when you do the quickening? <laughs> <laughs> no. All the knowledge gets passed on to the surviving <laughs> immortal. That's how it works. Oh, man. <laughs> there can be amazing. only one, Barra. This is, like, known. Come on. Anyways. Anyways, um, anyways, Thor Ragnarok, good movie, fun time, fun times were had. Yeah, go fun see it. Fun times were had. Um, perfectly set you up for Infinity War. Perfectly set you up for Infinity War. So it's kind of like the last movie, like to well, set us, set yes, well, there's there's definitely. Black Panther coming out, and I will say, oh, yeah. which is a giant thirst trap. That movie is going to be bigger than anything. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah. so so I saw nothing. <laughs> I purposely kept myself away from all things Black Panther related, like I do every Marvel movie, except that I saw the trailer for Black Panther when I went to see Thor Ragnarok, mm-hmm. and I am so excited just from that one trailer for Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Here's the, oh my god, so that movie looks thing. like it's gonna be amazing. I think Black Panther is going to blow up in a way that people even more than. Even more than Marvel people movie. think they will. So here's why. Here's what I'm gonna do. One, it looks like it's going to be a good movie. It's going to be executed well. You know, that's not good. That's just a trailer, etc. But you know, they're very invested yeah. in this character. Right. Mm-hmm. They, he he's featured, featured very, but he was featured both a lot in Winter Soldier and from the trailer. Um, it's he is a key player in Infinity War. Yeah. Uh, also, Marvel is doing a big push for more for more diversity. Um, because let's face it, that's what Marvel is really good at. Yes, in comics, not necessarily in their cinematic oh, yeah. universe, but they're trying to take their bench and be like, "Yo, well, by the way, well, what we've up? got we've got DC, where it's like, not, nah, not, nah, sorry, we can't, we can't talk about this relationship really between like Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy. You know, we're gonna keep it off the sidelines. Where then you've got Marvel's like, no, we're gonna feature a wedding between two people of the same gender." As a front cover on one of our mainline comics. There it is. Reception and everything. Front and back. And what? DC's like, okay, but, but but we can't have... No, shut up. Shut up, DC. We've got a fucking talking raccoon. It's great. Yeah, Guardians basically allowed them to do anything they want. Uh, but, yeah. you know, but it's... But, yeah, it's... Uh, so, so there's, there's that. It's like, you know, increased diversity. It looks like it's going to be a good movie, etc. Except there's actually two other like things that are like i think gonna be a reason why it blows up oh well three one the cast is like actually gorgeous again giant yeah. thirst trap oh my god <laughs> yeah. Yeah. i mean even if like the only thing that works for you is like nice charming little mid-level british bureaucrats martin freeman martin yeah. freeman's back <laughs> here i am <laughs> got the tea and everything love he's, he's frodo and watson <laughs> yep yep Boom! Head explode. 
And if you like your really weird faces, Andy Circus is your villain. <laughs> yep. But in the meantime, if you like conventionally attractive men, then yes, there's also that. And women as well, because Lupita, Lupita, Lupita. Um, but no, uh, also Hampshire alum. Uh, but no, the the thing is, is that uh, that well, I think is like going to be like basically make Black Panther a giant juggernaut is people separate from comic book movies, like big family power dramas of uh, with like all with largely black casts are already really popular. Mm-hmm. Like Empire and Fifty Cent Show are huge right now. And that's and yeah and also I mean just like looking like which this is was less, good which, which is, is very good very no, good I have no problem with that but like that means crossover that mm-hmm. means people who yep. might necessarily see a superhero yep. movie or might not necessarily see a black superhero movie are definitely going to go see this because this is a family power drama about like you know about uh, which which is like touch it which touches on a, like a lot of the same themes of like Empire which again mm-hmm. one of the biggest shows on television right now mm-hmm. the final thing is Wakanda is an Afrofuturist fantasy. And Afrofuturism is a is a subgenre like space opera, or whatever, which has a whole bunch of devotees, which mm-hmm. get nothing, like oh nothing, zero than nothing. And oh now my God. They you're get, gonna get to go to move. They get totally shafted, which is a shame because it is a fantastic subgenre. And this is going to be a giant Afrofuturist yeah, yeah, movie. So yeah. even if you couldn't care about Marvel or comics or superheroes, this is your chance to see an Afrofuturist future. Where you have a strong African nation with like advanced technology, yeah. the and most advanced, advanced technology, technology in the world mm-hmm. that um, everyone wants to be. Like Wakanda is like the shit. Wakanda is like New Atlantis here, people. Yeah. No. So it's a. Uh, so uh, yeah, I think it's just gonna be this perfect. Is is especially if it executes as well as I think it's going to. Um. And let's be fair. Marvel has hasn't had a true misfire. Since not like counting Netflix. <laughs> Iron Man 2. Not counting Netflix. Um, I think it's going to be a juggernaut like the likes that we are not oh, yeah. fully prepared for. On the level of Wonder Woman, honestly. I mean, oh, yeah. Well, it, let's, let's face it. Like, ne- like ne- future Africanism is super underrepresented. And this is going to be a much bigger push for that aesthetic and genre than anything we've seen for any of the other underrepresented like sort of genres like future gothic yeah like what was the last future gothic movie we had uh they said equilibrium gonna go back before you and that was and i'm gonna instead say that the true future gothic movie we had last was the second reddick movie yeah, yeah, I know that, that's that, that. That's that. super future gothic, and was basically garbage. I mean, there was the Dune miniseries, which also like had. There's the Dune miniseries that had that had yeah, some that elements. No, yeah, um, I mean, in terms of like you know, uh, not so represented <clears throat> genre that like you see, um, like that that uh, that that was getting this kind of that that is was getting like this kind of spotlight, like, although it it got savaged. I really liked it as um, actually. Uh, What's its face? Uh, Jupiter Ascending was like mm. classic space opera, classic space opera stuff. The stuff that if you go into like the your Barnes and Noble, well, like you see so many books in that genre, especially like female led space okay. opera. Well, here, but here, you never here, see that on the. Here's the thing about that. Jupiter. Here's the thing about Jupiter. The Jupiter was a space opera for female audiences. Yeah, that was its big thing. Yeah, it's really a shame that movie didn't do better. 
I liked um, it. I liked it. People trashed it. It was like this is a fun space it, opera. Yeah. People it's trashed worth, it. It's worth it w- taking a look with, look at. I'm seeing I'm seeing Coco tomorrow, but I've heard it's great. Yeah. Coco I've is heard supposedly it's great. fantastic. Yeah, 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 oh yeah. man, we should all see Coco yeah. and talk about that gas. I, I love cartoons. Well, no, the yeah. thing about Jupiter though is that most of the people seeing it and reviewing it were guys, and that movie was not made for a male audience. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and I'm which also is, which so- thank God. Yeah, no, it's thank true. God. It's true. That movie was not made for a male audience because there's not nearly enough of that. And I will do anything in my power to ensure there are more sweet sci-fi honeys. I love you. <laughs> Tristan is... Marry me now, Tristan. <laughs> Tristan uh, was a pastor on our last podcast and is now a politician in, in, in this one. Man, kind of both, actually, if you think about it. Uh, but yeah, no, and it'd be... Yeah, I think it yeah. also... The Altricio oligarchy is complete. Well, the other thing, too, is, is that, uh, I mean, I don't know. To me, what I'm always shocked about that hasn't been made into anything and i think this is again because it's mostly men who are like doing this is um do you guys uh, did you guys ever read any of like the turtle books like Temora pierce's stuff i read the first one and then for the life of me could not find the second one like when i went to go find it it was temporarily unavailable on amazon and then i forgot about it so because other stuff came up well a i think uh, i haven't read read them a bit but you definitely should check them out because um, are you familiar with them? Basically, think um, uh, fantasy, except with lady knights, with lots of sex and violence. Okay. And the t- characters, at least that start out, are teenagers. Got like, so it's like, basically... a, like a female-led Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Um, but, you know, generally, yeah, it's, and it's, but yeah, so it's like, it is a wonderful combination, and just from the 70s, of sex, violence, feminism, and fantasy, and it. it's freaking baller as heck and i remember mm. as a teenage boy just eating the heck out of it <laughs> oh gosh that didn't sound necessarily right and yet it totally did apologize again <laughs> never never we at the smaller cast would like to apologize i will stand by my words a cunning linguist you say yes i made that joke you're not supposed to draw attention to it <laughs> well better than being a master debater i suppose oh, yeah. Hi. Uh, anyways anyway right. good i've killed it there Right. We at but, the Spoilercast would like to apologize for the views and opinions <laughs> expressed by her members. They do not necessarily, actually, wait, they totally necessarily reflect the views and opinions of those. You'd also like to apologize <coughs> for the hats worn by the members of the Spoilercast. I'm not wearing a hat right now. Uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, Woo. to Thor wrap Ragnarok. back up, Thor Ragnarok is worth seeing. <laughs> And you should go see it. When was the last Better, time we talked about it? Twenty minutes ago. About twenty minutes ago. <laughs> see Thor Ragnarok, people. Better than Dark World. Yeah, easily. Not, easily. Not not better than uh that not certainly not better than Guardians of the Galaxy two, but to uh reference, in the same vein. Same vein. Like if you watched Guardians one, Ragnarok, and Guardians two, you would have like almost nine hours of fun space rompy goodness. Yes, exactly. Yeah, no. Yeah. So, so see it, and uh, yeah, maybe next time we'll get to. We'll, maybe next time we'll do a cast about Wolfenstein. Maybe Wolfenstein. Just maybe. maybe. Yeah. All right. Well, until then. Sayonara. He's Tristan. I'm Tristan. He's Barra. I'm Barra. You're. <laughs> it's late. <laughs> Damn, That's his Dan. name is Dan. <laughs> <laughs>
His name is Dan. See ya. <laughs>